Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. And the best strapper in the business, Stevie Payne, is going to come forward and pick the barrier. Steve told me he's after barrier one or two, and he's picked barrier one. History shows that the Melbourne Cup could be won from any barrier, but it's very nice to uh, be in the position that, that, that we've got good barriers and, and probably don't have to ride for as much luck as if you're drawn outside. The draw hasn't exactly been ideal for you. No, it's not ideal, but I've got the ideal horse to win the Melbourne Cup. The barrier certainly helps too. That's, that's made a big, big deal. Hello, Gareth Hall, and welcome to the official VRC Melbourne Cup Barrier Draw podcast. We're at Flemington, and I'm joined by... Matthew Stewart. Hello, Matty. Hello, Gareth. Geez, it comes around pretty quickly. Another Melbourne Cup. Yeah, no, extraordinary, isn't it? And, and what extraordinary circumstances, as we felt on Derby Day, of course, with no crowd. And obviously the last piece of the puzzle was the Hotham Stakes, wasn't yep. it? And uh, we had nine horses trying, or ten horses trying to get into the Melbourne Cup. And Asran, the German galloper, was the one that saluted. And it's a terrific story. It was it's a terrific story. Andreas Voller won it in 2014, the Melbourne Cup with Protectionists, and I, I think that is what fueled his desire to come back from that experience, but of course, a completely different experience. Two weeks in quarantine, no cigarettes for Andreas, no. withdrawals, not even a balcony, and then driving down. So he's, it's been an epic odyssey for, for the trainer to get here, and of course, the horse did the right thing. And let's hear from Andreas Voller after the victory of Ashrun, who then booked his place into the Melbourne Cup after winning the Hotham Stakes on Derby Day. Brimham Rocks at the 200 with Sound and Ash Run. It's Brimham Rocks grabbed by Sound. Ash Run under the arches is still running on. Still Sound. Ash Run diving. Sound holding on. Ash Run comes at it and Ash Run beats Sound. Ash Run has got up to beat Sound. Photo third. Congratulations, Andreas. It's made uh, your sit in quarantine in Sydney uh, worthwhile to have another runner in the, our great race, the Melbourne Cup, come Tuesday. Yeah, we are so happy and released because... Uh, we were always aiming at the, at the cup, and uh, now we had troubles to get into it. But, um, yeah, this horse did it really well today. He certainly appreciated the bigger, flatter track at Flemington this afternoon rather than Geelong the other day. Yeah, he didn't handle the track at Geelong, and, and he needed to run in Geelong as well. Takes an eight-kilo weight drop into the Melbourne Cup uh, Tuesday. That, that would be a great plus, that possible downside the three-day backup. I mean, he has taken his last race really well, and hopefully he does it today as well. <laughs> well, congratulations. We've seen you and these colours have success on the first Tuesday in November. May you do it again this year. Thank you very much, Peter. Cheers. Yeah, it is a terrific story. I think he was relieved in a way. He's come a long way, and he desperately wanted to get into the Cup, and he had to win today. And I think he's a chance, depending on what... Barry, he does get for the great race. The market before the barrier draw, we had Tiger Moth, the favourite. He's this horse that has got into the race at a low weight. He's a young horse, a progressive type, trained by arguably the best trainer in the world in Aidan O'Brien and Karen McAvoy, the most successful jockey competing 
in Tuesday's Melbourne Cup, of course, he's won three Melbourne Cups. He's looking for his fourth. Exactly right. Well, just on Ashran, I think he was the right horse to come out yep. of the Hotham to fill that final piece into the Melbourne Cup and be some sort of a chance. But as you say, Tiger Moth just seems to be regarded as a, as a world above the ones we've seen. All the good judges, Dino and all the others, as much as we talk about Anthony Van Dyke and Sir Dragonet, they're talking about Tiger Moth in a completely different league and, and a different league to Cross Counter and uh, Rekindling, who were yep. the same age as well. So he might just be a different beast altogether. OK, let's head out to the Channel 10 coverage for this year's barrier draw of the great race, the Melbourne Cup. Let's get into it. And we start from the very top, horse number one. Anthony Van Dyke, jockey is Hugh Bowman, trainer Aidan O'Brien... And Anthony Van Dyke has drawn barrier three. That is a perfect barrier for Anthony Van Dyke. Six winners have jumped from barrier three. That gives Hugh Bowman so many options, Gator. Yeah, it's right. He's going to be able to put him to sleep. But you probably need to. He still is unproven at the, at the longer trip, and he's got to do it with weight. So that's, that's another challenge for the horse. Yeah, it is, but he's drawn close. So he's got, like I said, a lot more options. and makes his job a lot more easier. They'll be happy, those connections, Georgie. OK, let's go to horse number two. Avilius jockey John Allen, trainer James Cumming, has drawn barrier 10. And the corresponding sweet town is Latrobe in Tassie. Another good barrier for Avilius. Barrier number 10 in the history of the Melbourne Cup. Barrier 10 has won five times the last 2014 with Protectionist. Now to horse number three. Vow and Declare, the reigning champ. Trained by Danny O'Brien, jockey Jamie Mott. Drawn barrier four and Maury from New South Wales is a sweet town. Well, he jumped from barrier 21 and was able to, to win the cup last year. It's going to be a lot easier for Jamie Mott. Good to see Jamie Mott with a ride in the cup. A perfect gate. Barrier four for Vow and Declare. OK, continuing in saddlecloth order, we're up to number four. Master of reality jockey Ben Mellum. Trainer Joseph O'Brien has drawn barrier 11. And Kyabram in Victoria will be pretty excited. Number 11 is the most uh, winning barrier in the history of the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Nine winners have jumped from gate 11, the last Americane. Horse number five is Sir Dragon A. Jockey Glenn Boss, trainers Kieran Ma and David Eustace. Has drawn barrier 14 and Gympie in Queensland is the sweet town. So just a little bit worse than midfield for the Cox Plate winner, Sir Dragon A. The last horse to jump from barrier 14 and win the cup, Maccabi Diva. Let's go to horse seven. Very elegant winner of the Caulfield Cup. Oh, sorry, horse six. Twilight Payment, Mike Bad, Jockey Jai McNeil, trainer Joseph O'Brien. Number six has drawn barrier 12 in Kangaroo Island in South Australia. It's a sweep town. Twilight Payment came uh, so close last year. Go to barrier 12. Middle of the road, there'll be options there. Yeah, I think they want a more st a stronger tempo than what we saw last year. He was, he was out sprinted in that race and he thrashed Master of Reality uh, at home by about eight lengths recently. Yeah, middle of the draw, so Joy's got options. It's, it's a, probably a great barrier for him, so he can roll down the post the first time and work it out. Horse number seven, very elegant. Jockey is Mark Zara. Trainer, Chris Waller. Looking for that elusive Melbourne Cup. Drawn barrier 15, Mariba, Queensland is the sweet town. 
Well, Barrier 15 might be a little awkward for very elegant early doors. Four winners from Barrier 15. Uh, James, you're good friends with Mark Zara. She won the Caulfield Cup. She can be difficult in the early part of a race. Yeah, 100%. I dare say Mark might have wanted to draw a little bit lower purely to the fact that you said she's got that high head carriage and makes it awkward. So you don't want to go too far forward on her in case you don't stop her. So you try and look for a bum early. Horse number eight, Mustajia. Jockey is Michael Rod. Trainer Chris Lees has drawn barrier two. And uh, Casino in New South Wales is the sweep town. Michael Rod will be happy with barrier two, be able to put Mustajia to sleep uh, on the fence. The last horse to win from barrier two, the mighty might and power. Horse number nine. Stratum Albion, jockey Jordan Charles, trainer Willie Mullins, has drawn Barrier 9. Catherine in the Northern Territory is the sweet town. Not a bad draw. Barrier 9 in the history of the Melbourne Cup have won four times the last time, 2007, with efficient. On to horse 10 now, Dashing Willoughby, jockey Michael Walker, and trainer Andrew Balding has drawn barrier 19. And Fosterville in Victoria is the sweep town. Oh, Dashing Willoughby, uh, disappointing the Caulfield Cup. Michael Walker's going to have to be at his best to win from barrier 19. Move on to horse 11, Finch. Another one trained by Chris Waller, James McDonald on board. Barrier 6, Sunshine Coast, Queensland is the sweep town. Barrier six for Finch is perfect for James McDonald. I bet he's happy he's with Katie Price. He is a pretty big, imposing horse and doesn't mind galloping room if he can get it sometimes. Yeah, obviously drawing the good gates is a big help for him. Um, he can get into a rhythm pretty quickly um, and obviously a long run down to the first corner. We can, we can just... Um, put him where we really want to. Um, he hasn't really drawn a gate this preparation. He's run really well, so now he's got a good gate. There's no excuses. You worked him down the straight during the week. How is he? Yeah, he's in really good form. He's actually very fresh. He's um, he's only had a couple of prep runs leading into this, and and uh, Chris and the team are very happy with him, and uh, he looks really well, and hopefully the big striding chestnut can uh, salute. Would be nice to see. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, it'd be great to see James McDonald win a Melbourne Cup. Do you give Finch a good chance, Gator? Oh, for sure. He runs well every time he races. Um, he had his chance last year, though. It was, it was a sound effort. That's his go. He runs well all the time. He's a ripper. Let's go to horse 12, Prince of Arran. Jockey Jamie Carr, trainer Charlie Fellows, has drawn barrier one. Malakuta in Victoria is the sweep town. Jamie Carr looking to follow in the footsteps of Michelle Payne and win a Melbourne Cup. And the last horse to win from Barrier 1 was Prince of Penzance. What do you make of Barrier 1 for the Prince, Jamie? I think it's perfect. Um, she doesn't have to do any work. She can hold a, get, hold a uh, spot from the barrier, flow up to the post and then assess it after that. Well, Prince of Aaron, Prince of Penzance, could it be an omen, both <laughs> from Barrier 1? <laughs> we move on to horse 13. Beautiful run last year. Surprise baby jockey Craig Williams, trainer Paul Pruska. And surprise baby has drawn barrier seven in the sweep town. There's the Grampians region in Victoria. Oh, they'll be wrapped without the connections of surprise baby barrier seven. The barrier, a lot of people think, beat surprise baby in last year's cup after drawing wide. So many options from gate seven. Yeah, you can argue he was the best run in the race last year, um, covering a lot of ground with a slow speed. Gets a true tempo, draws a gate this time. He's got to be in the mix. Let's go to horse 14, King of Lear Grants. Jockey Damien Lane and trainer Danny O'Brien has drawn barrier 
18. Mario in Victoria is the sweep town. Oh, it's a difficult draw for Damien Lane and unfortunately the history says uh, it is the worst barrier, the last winner. And there's only been one, was Gatham Gatham from barrier 18 in 1963. One of the big chances in the race is Russian Camelot. And Russian Camelot has drawn barrier 16. That goes to Horsham in Victoria. Oh, it's another awkward draw for Russian Camelot. He drew the outside in the Cox Plate last week. Damien Oliver's going to have a similar decision to make here, Gator. What does he do from gate 16? Well, it'll be an interesting one because we can't get the horse firing up early, James. He's got to be able to relax to run this trip out. Yeah, you would love to have seen him draw low. Just what you just stated, Danny. He, he needs to rest to win a Melbourne Cup and it's going to be tricky out there. I wouldn't like to see him start. He can't win if he does what he did in the Cox Plate, sorry. Let's go to horse 16, Steel Prince. Jockey William Pike and trainers Anthony and Sam Friedman has drawn barrier 21. Oh, it's going to be a tough ride for Willie Pike, who has his first ride in the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Steel Prince, barrier 21. But it's not that bad if you like history, because Bowen declare one from that gate last year. All right, so far, let's have a look at the barriers uh, in the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Anthony Van Dyke has drawn barrier three. Avilius, barrier 10 for John Allen. Val and Declare, last year's winner, jump from 21. He's drawn gate four for this year. Master of Reality will jump from gate 11 with Ben Mellon for Joseph O'Brien. Sir Dragonay, the Cox Plate winner, barrier 14 with Glenn Boss in the saddle. Kira Maher debuts as Twilight Payment went so close last year has drawn barrier 12. Very elegant, the Caulfield Cup winner. Touch awkward, that draw. Gate 15 for Mark Zara. Chris Waller looking to do the double. And Mustagir has drawn nicely down in gate two for Michael Rod. Stratum Albion, the international train by Willie Mullins. They'll be happy with gate nine. Dashing Willoughby has drawn 19 for Michael Walker. Finch, the big chestnut from the Chris Waller stable to be ridden by James McDonald has drawn barrier six. Prince of Aaron, the rider, Jamie Carr, has drawn barrier one, looking for her first Melbourne Cup with Charlie Fellow. Surprise baby, a much better barrier draw this year than last. Barrier seven, King of Lear Grants has drawn barrier 18. Russian Camelot, a tough draw for Damien Oliver. He's drawn 16 and Steel Prince has drawn barrier 21 so far in the barriers for this year's Lexus Melbourne Cup. We move on to horse 17, the chosen one. Ridden by Daniel Stackhouse, trainers Murray Baker. Andrew Forsman. Barrier 5. Maria Batemans Bay, New South Wales is the sweep town. Uh, the Kiwis will be cheering. Barrier 5 is the most successful barrier in the history of the Melbourne Cup with nine winners. Let's move on to 18. Ashran. Jockey Declan Bates and trainer Andreas Waller has drawn barrier 24. And Brusselton in WA is the sweep town. Well, the extreme outside barrier for Declan Bates in his first ride in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, they had the joy and thrill of winning their way into the Melbourne Cup. Now they've drawn the extreme outside. The last winner from 24 was Gala Supreme in 1973. Move on to horse number 19, Warning, trained by the Freemans, jockey Luke Curry. Barrier 8, Donald in Victoria is the sweet town. Barrier 8 for Luke Curry, who hasn't had a ride in the Melbourne Cup since 2004, and he'll be happy with that gate. Horse 20, Itard James. Billy Egan is the jockey, and trainers Kieran Ma and David Eustace has drawn a barrier 22. 
Malua Bay in New South Wales is the sweep town. Yeah, another tough draw for Billy Egan in his first Melbourne Cup. Etta James, 22. The last winner from 22 was Brew in 2000. OK, we move on to horse 21, one of the big chances, Tiger Moth. Kerry McAvoy, Aidan O'Brien as the trainer. Blaharia 23, Geelong and Victoria is the sweep town. Michael. Oh, the Cats are still licking their wounds after the grand final, and that's not good for them either. Barrier 23 for the favourite, Tiger Moth. It'll be interesting to see what the market does because that makes things tough for Karen McAvoy, the last winner from Gate 23, Vanderhum, in 1976. Horse 22, Ocean X. Dean Yendall is the jockey and trainers Mick Price. And Michael Kent Jr. has drawn barrier 17. Rowan Dindy, a Mansfield region in Victoria, is the sweep town. Great to see Ocean X in the team for, uh, or in the Melbourne Cup for all the guys from the Bond Beach football team. Barrier 17, tricky, although four winners from that gate. Our man in the last. Horse 23, another one of Danny O'Brien's four entries in the race. Miami bound, Daniel Moore on top. Has drawn Barrier 13. Nillambic in Victoria is the sweep town. Barrier 13 for the Oaks winner last year. Not a bad record in the Melbourne Cup. The history, four winners from 13. The last Uniden in 2011. And lucky last, let's go to horse 24, Persan. Michael Dees, the jockey, and trainers Kira Ma and David Eustace has drawn Barrier 20. And Biddy Go in Victoria is the sweep town. Persan drawing Barrier 20. Tough draw for Mickey D. Empire Rose, the mighty mare in 88, was the last winner to jump from barrier 20. So that is the barrier draw for the 2020 Lexus Melbourne Cup. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So there we go, Maddie Stewart, the barrier draw done and dusted for another year and let's go through the horses in this year's Melbourne Cup and the barrier draw that they have received for the great race. Anthony Van Dyke, barrier number three. Avilius, barrier number ten. Last year's winner, Val and Declare, barrier number four. Master of Reality, barrier number eleven. Sir Dragon A, barrier fourteen. Twilight Payment, barrier number twelve. Very Elegant, barrier number fifteen. Mustajir, barrier number two. Stratton Albin, barrier number nine. Dashing Willoughby, Barry 19, Finch, Barry number 6, Prince of Aaron, Barry number 1, Surprise Baby, Barry 7, King of Legrants, Barry number 18, Russian Camelot, Barry 16, Still Prince, Barry number 21, The Chosen One, Barry 5, Ashrun, Barry 24, Warning, Barry 8, Etta James, Barry 22, Tiger Moth, Barry 23, Ocean X, Barry 17, Miami Bound 13, and Persan, Barry 20. Who was the big winner, Maddie, in your eyes? Oh, I got a feeling it was Surprise Baby. You know, last yeah. year it was all about the barrier creating the hard luck story and then uh, uh, looking to uh, make amends for it this year. If he'd drawn the car park again, we would have been saying, having the same thoughts that it might have uh, been the same story this year. But he's drawn Barrier 7. Uh, Craig Williams this year is the jockey. I think 
Paul Prusker up there at Horsham would be relieved to not draw the car park. I don't know what to make of Tiger Moth out there in 23. Uh, there's a school of thought that it's a, it's a challenging barrier for an inexperienced horse, but there's also a school of thought that getting cluttered up in a busy field might also be a, a hazardous thing for such an inexperienced horse. So at least he's going to be out of the action, in inverted commas, to his inside. So um, Anthony Van Dyke's interesting, bit of a query at the distance. Barrier three, you would imagine that those fears may be allayed a little bit, that he's not going to have to make a wide-sweeping run to be able to win. Found a clear last year's winner, Barrier 4, as opposed to drawing off the track last year, and blinkers go on. So, yeah, look, there's probably a finch has drawn his best gate for a long time, but he's a massive animal, and you'd rather he had a bit of galloping room as well. So I don't think the markets will have been turned on their heads as a result of the barrier draw. Francesca Kamani works for Channel 10. She's also there expert for the European Gallopers. This is what she had to say. First of all, about the barrier draw for Tiger Moth. It'll be very much up to the jockey to jump out, assess the pace, look for where his uh, best possible position might be. And if there's not much tempo, I imagine he can try and roll forward down that long straight before they hit that first bend. And alternatively, if he thinks they're going a bit of a tempo, then choose to slot in. But like Gator says, he's only got the four runs under his belt. I mean, they're good runs, uh, but he's going to have to learn to deal with the hustle and bustle of a big field Melbourne Cup and, of course, the two miles. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Dean Lester joined our coverage on Cup Week Radio throughout the afternoon and he was keen on Tiger Moth. He's been keen on Tiger Moth for a little while now. He doesn't believe the barrier is that much of a disadvantage for a young horse that lacks a little bit of experience. It'll give McAvoy plenty of options to do what he wants to do. Dean even thought it might be advantageous as yeah. opposed to disadvantageous. So, yeah, no, that's, and Ashran, who, who, who did get the job done today, he has drawn the official car park there. We might hear what Dean Lester had to say regarding the barrier draw of uh, Tiger Moth. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Daniel. Uh, I was fascinated with the, the commentary that uh, Tiger Moth experienced drawing 23 was a disadvantage. I thought having a bit of room and you know being able to maybe create his own destiny early would be uh, a little bit of an advantage, if anything, uh, rather than having to kick up. Anthony Van Dyke has drawn very well because he's a horse that's been in English Derby and a hustle-bustle Caulfield Cup, and he will have no problem with handling that situation. Uh, surprise baby, I think, uh, was out He's come up with a, a good draw. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, there was a bit of a negative. I'm very elegant. I think Mark Zara will be wanting to ride her in the second half of the field anyway, so that probably condemns, condemns, condemns him, I should say, to that from barrier 15. And, uh, yeah, so uh, it's. I, I, I wouldn't be taking a lot from Tiger Moth drawing out wide. That's the, the main one I took anyway. And also want to play a grab from Francesca Kamani talking about the other internationals and how she thought they fared for this year's Melbourne Cup. What about poor old Ash? run forces his way into the field with a win in the Hotham this afternoon. Andreas Voller's flown out, done the two weeks of quarantine to be there, and then he gets handed barrier 24. Not ideal. But then the other extreme, you've got Prince of Aaron in one, which gets me kind of scratching my head a little bit because you're kind of the victim of circumstance from such a low barrier. You'll jump well, but then you haven't got a huge amount of options. But we know he's a, a, a well-practiced, well, versatile horse, well-practiced horse in the Melbourne Cup. So he uh, hopefully will get himself out of a bit of trouble. Anthony Van Dyke's an interesting one, as Francesca just pointed out, Matty. I think barrier three is a great barrier draw for the English Derby winner. He was second in this year's Caulfield Cup. 
He'll be ridden by Huey Bowman. Huey's won nearly everything in the sport of thoroughbred racing, but he is yet to win a Melbourne Cup. And because of his weight, he doesn't get the opportunities as, say, Kara McAvoy gets because he can ride at the bottom of the weights. And this is what Huey Bowman had to say after... He received Barry number three for Anthony Van Dyke in this year's Melbourne Cup. Yes, I'll be happier if we win, but I'm certainly <laughs> pleased with the draw. I thought uh, if we can draw sort of inside six or seven, it'd really give this horse the opportunity to to get a nice position without having to work too hard for it, particularly with the big weight. He does carry the top weight, as we know, so uh, I've got to go back a long time in history to find a horse that's carried that weight and won, but... You probably can't go back far enough to find one this good that's actually running the race. And he's in great order after the Caulfield Cup. So I know that the team are, are very excited about the way he's going and progress from that race. So uh, just got to get here on game day and hopefully the race has run at a nice, even pace and every horse gets their chance. You've gone mighty close with Marmelo. What would it mean to win it? Well... I don't think I can put that into words, uh, to be honest. I mean, obviously I've been... A jockey now for 23 or 4 years and I remember growing up as a child dreaming of winning the race and I've been lucky enough to have several rides in it uh, but to win it would be just amazing but if it's meant to be it will happen and if it's not it won't and good luck to Huey and Aidan O'Brien but my hometown of Birchip because Birchip drew Anthony Van Dyke in the the suite which is a terrific initiative by the VRC so if Anthony uh, Van Dyke wins and Birchett receives $50,000. And if they get that money, they will use that um, especially to help out the local community. There's no doubt about that. So I, I love that initiative there by the VRC. Same. Uh, there was a couple of country towns that we'd never heard of. Mario, um, yep. Donald was one we'd heard of. So we didn't wonder if Mario and Donald were, had been brothers who were had become town worthy, uh, named after worthy. But, uh, yeah, look, look, I think the other issue... Now that we've had the barrier draw, is going to be the weather and the track, uh, yeah. and just what Liam O'Keefe has to do to to make this track uh, suitable. You'll have to water it, and obviously the internationals are not used to a, a, a hard track. Like it'll be a good three, definitely. Maybe I don't think it, it could get any quicker than a good three, but he'll have to water it over the next couple of days because there's no rain predicted and it is a hot day in the high 20s there on Cup Day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they've got to be mindful of the, uh, yeah. the the welfare issue as well. So um, it will be fascinating to see what plan uh, Liam O'Keefe has for the next uh, 72 hours. So Master of Reality Barry number 11. I like that. Yep. Very elegant Barry number 15. Let's hear what James Winks had to say about that Barry draw. Of course, James Winks working for Channel 10, the former jock, the former group on winning jock, and his thoughts on what Mark Sarah might do from that game. Middle of the road, there'll be options there. Yeah, I think they want a more a stronger tempo than what we saw last year. He was he was out sprinted in that race, and he thrashed Master of Reality at home by about eight lengths recently. Yeah, middle of the draw, so Joy's got options. It's, it's a, probably a great barrier for him, so he can roll down the post the first time and work it out. So it was great to hear from James Winks. And Finch is an interesting horse. He's one of those horses that ran really well, I thought, in last year's Cup. I thought he was brave in the Caulfield Cup, but he lacks that knockout blow for mine. This year he gets James McDonald, who's looking for his first Melbourne Cup. Now, James probably at the start of the spring 
thought that very elegant might be his ride. But since Mark Sarah has had that success, he's had to find a, a new ride. He rides again for Chris Waller, and this is what he had to say about the barrier draw for Finch in this year's Cup. He is a pretty big, imposing horse and doesn't mind galloping room if he can get it sometimes. Yeah, obviously drawing the good gates is a big help for him. Um, he can get into a rhythm pretty quickly. Um, and obviously a long run down to the first corner, we can, we can just... Um, put him where we really want to. Um, he hasn't really drawn a gate this preparation. He's run really well, so now he's got a good gate. There's no excuses. You worked him down the straight during the week. How is he? Yeah, he's in really good form. He's actually very fresh. He's um, he's only had a couple of prep runs leading into this, and and uh, Chris and the team are very happy with him, and uh, he looks really well, and hopefully the big striding chestnut can uh, salute. So there we go, Matty. Outside of those horses we just had a chat about, the internationals, do you give any of the locals a hope, like a, a horse like Warning, who's, I think he's a horse that can feature in the finish, Barrier 8, and maybe the forgotten horse, Russian Camelot? Gee, that... He's got the he's on the nose a bit, isn't he? In yeah. the markets and so on, Russian Camelot. I, I think the feeling was, you know, sting out of the track, first big preparation. Does he stay two miles? Uh, and now drawn barrier sixteen. It, it just that's the reason why he's got out the gate. Warning's drawn probably to have his chance, isn't he? I, I ultimately don't think he is going to be good enough. Miami Bound has snuck up on us, and she's got an okay barrier. Um, yeah, look, and Sir Dragon A. A different task now, I think, at the two miles now that he's drawn barrier 14. And, yep. and he's one that would like a bit of cut out of the track too. If you want to go back into history, if you like that or if you like that type of stuff, Prince of Penzance drew barrier number one in the Melbourne Cup in 2015. Prince of Aaron draws barrier number one. It was a hot day too there. Rails was the place to be that particular day at Flemington. Has drawn barrier number one. Michelle Payne, of course, became the first female jockey to win this year's... Or to, to win a Melbourne Cup, and of course Jamie Carr is looking to become the second female rider to, to win a Melbourne Cup. She rides Prince of Aaron from barrier number one. Michael Felgate pointed that out during the barrier draw there. Well, there's a bit of symmetry. Prince of, Prince of, Prince of Penzance, Prince of Aaron, barrier one, champion female jockey. Uh, um, I'm not sure what his profile's like in previous Melbourne Cups, Prince of Aaron, where he's drawn compared to where he runs well and so on, but... Uh, if anyone can sneak through the field from there, it'll be Jamie Lee Carr. And this could be in a, the omen bit of the cup. The chosen one was chosen barrier number five. Now, barrier number five is the most successful barrier in the cup's history. Eight times that gate has been successful. Well, and is there a greater trainer, living trainer of stays in Australasia than Murray Baker? Yeah. So it's a fascinating cup. It's, a, it's an in, interesting blend of the internationals and the locals, in inverted commas, meaning Australia and New Zealand. Uh, uh, I think the, probably the balance of strength goes with the internationals again this year, but you never know. And I think at the end of the day, when you're trying to analyse a barrier draw, and as Danny O'Brien pointed out, well, I remember interviewing him in the, the mounting yard this time last year, is that barrier draws, they're good and they're bad and you know if they're good or, or they're bad and uh, after after the races, run and one. Well, a check in the run or a favourable run yeah. through the field can counter, counterbalance a bad gate in a, in a single stride. So, But history tells you you want to draw the middle, say from gates 5 to to 12 are probably the, the best draws because that allows the jockey to hopefully slot in and find that spot. That's where Surprise Baby and, for me, Master of Reality, are the two that just jump out at me as horses whose connections will be pretty happy. 
with your selections in the Melbourne Cup, do you go back and analyse it now, watch videos, listen to experts, talk to the trainers, or have you sorted out your numbers uh, already? I'm a bit of a gut feel Melbourne Cup sort of punter. I, I'll probably end up having something on Master of Reality, I think. Yep. Lord I love Williams. the jockey. I think he's a, he's a hungry jockey for this race. He's had a couple of couple of near misses, Ben Mellum. I think it's a perfect barrier. He's such a great jockey. He's proven at the trip. You only have to go back 12 months to nearly win it. Uh, and nine winners have come from that barrier. It's a great race. It's the race that stops the nation. And once again, and this year will be a little bit different, we are at Derby Day, no crowds for the first time in the history of a Melbourne Cup carnival. And the Melbourne Cup carnival, a week started way back in 1875. Of course, the Derby was run a lot earlier in the Melbourne Cup also, a lot earlier before they established the four-day carnival. But it was weird today. But it was there were so many great stories on Derby Day, like the Dennis Pagan story winning the Derby. He's only been training for four months. A legend in the coaching ranks in the sport of AFL, which for our listeners internationally, AFL is like... The NFL, the English Premier League, it's Australia's biggest sport. It's like Sir Alex Ferguson, in a way, training a, a an English derby winner. Well, I just think how ironic that the greatest story in derby history unfolded on an empty stage, so yeah. to speak. So, But that's just the cards we've been dealt by something we can't control in, uh, in, in this current climate in the world. So, uh, as you say, from our uh, cherry-picking... Vantage point here. It was a very unusual day with no crowds in front of us, the CBD and uh, the wheel and all that sort of stuff, but the action around the, the green ribbon, uh, and it was uh, it was a fantastic derby day. Melbourne Cup can't wait. I think I think that Tiger Moth will start the favourite, maybe just in front of Anthony Van Dyke, but one of the two Aidan O'Brien gallopers, I think, will start favourite after the barrier draw in this year's. Lexus Melbourne Cup because Tiger Moth definitely would have started favourite if he drew well, but he's drawn barrier number 23, Anthony Van Dyke, barrier number three, as Huey Bowman and Aidan O'Brien try and win their first Melbourne Cup. Can't wait for Tuesday. It will be a cup with, with a difference, but like today, this wonderful track, this wonderful carnival and the greatest race this country has, um, has to offer, will produce a story that we'll be talking about for years and years, um, for years and years, Matty. So it, it always does produce a moment that we won't forget. Well, and I think the local tote, the paramutual, is the best reflection of uh, local sentiment. And I, and I think you're probably right with the two internationals, but, gee, there's going to be a lot of support for Surprise Baby and uh, Very Elegant. Bring on Tuesday. Indeed, and I'll see you then. And thanks for your company here on the official VRC Melbourne Cup Barrier Draw podcast. Gareth Hall signing off, and hopefully you back the winner of this year's Lexus Melbourne Cup. Hey, Husey here. Can't get enough of Husey. We have a problem. Well, here we are to help you even more. We've got a podcast. Find it your favourite podcast app.